1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Rangers and Celtic are through to the Europa League group stages After seeing off Alishkert and Alkmaar Steven Gerrard's side will now face Lyon, Sparta Prague and Bronby While it's Bayer Leverkusen, Real Betis and Ferenc Varos for the hoops And before any of that, the small matter of the sides meeting at Ibrooks on Sunday I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me tonight is Jim Duffy and Hugh Keevans I've rarely seen two such poor performances that were so richly rewarded for Celtic and Rangers yesterday Congratulations to the pair of them For making it to the group stages Of the Europa League But it's serious time now And I think Celtic's defending Will need to be of a much higher standard When they come up against teams From the Bundesliga And La Liga And Rangers can't be so wasteful In front of goal Against Leon, Sparta Prague and Bromby The pair of them Jim Can iron out their problems When they play each other on Sunday yeah, but the most important thing for both of them, uh, Hugh, was uh, they can get into those group stages. Um, they, they were um, tricky ties, I think. That um, and then when the Rangers obviously had the benefit the man getting sent off, you'd have thought they would have gone to win the game relatively comfortable. But uh, with all the COVID issues and the heat and all the travelling and all the other aspect, I think they were just delighted to get to get through. And from Celtic's point of view, I mean, although they've been playing some great attacking football and scoring again um, away from home, they had to show a different side. They had to show a bit of resilience, a bit of um, you know bottle roll their sleeves up and yeah one or two scary moments but overall I think they showed a different tight uh, side uh, for Ange Postacoglu and I think he'll be delighted because I think EZ Alkmaar were a very good side so I think that's a really good uh, uh, you know a good result to get through in that tie 0141 951 1025 that is the number you need to get involved with the show tonight we're here until 8 o'clock and between now and then we need to look back on last night's games preview what's to come after that Europa League draw Look ahead to Rangers against Celtic on Sunday And various other top flight fixtures And maybe even discuss some transfer news as well Hugh Keevans yeah. We might need to stay a bit longer Well I mean it's an immense weekend uh, There is nothing quite like The return of a Rangers Celtic game at Ibrox In front of a full house The full house being all Rangers supporters No Celtic supporters allowed in the consequences of last season's first Old Firm game where Conor Goldson scored twice were that Celtic never recovered really. Uh, this time Celtic will go there in, in better spirits uh, but they will have to defend better really and truly because the defending last night was comical in places with Joe Hart and Carl Starfelt. Yeah it's been an incredible day Just when you thought football couldn't get any more incredible Just when you thought the transfer window Couldn't get any more dramatic Stories that will just dominate all across the globe Aberdeen signed Matty Longstaff on loan Today as well Hugh Keevans well, That's uh, the one you had in mind wasn't it? No uh, <laughs> But Matty had better get his sleeves rolled up Because the look is not good for Aberdeen In the month of August Knocked out of the Premier Sports Cup By a team from a lower division Wraith Rovers And I know that Karabag of Azerbaijan have a higher budget than Aberdeen have But 3-1 at home, 4-1 in aggregate is not a good look Yeah, disappointing night for Aberdeen and St Johnston Good outcome in the end for Rangers and Celtic Those sides meet at the weekend There's transfers, there are various other games across the divisions as well So don't be shy, it's 01419511025 Let's bring in Stevie Who's a Celtic fan to kick things off Stevie 
Take your pick Is it last night Is it the draw Is it Sunday A combination of all the above Can you hear us Stevie <laughs> Give him the big build up yeah. Give him the big build up I can't hear him Stevie can you hear us Stevie disappeared He's there somewhere He's there somewhere um, the stratosphere Yeah well I'll tell you what Let's start hearing from Some of the managers then Shall we Let's hear from Ange Postacoglu He's uh, talking about last night Celtic progressing 2-1 Away at Alkmaar The goal's coming from Major defensive errors Of course But he says He can always see the positives I guess it's a lesson To the players That you know Sometimes things Don't go to plan uh, There's things you can't Legislate for And that is you know, People are going to make mistakes they're, they're human beings It's it's how we react to it And If you react in a positive way And don't let it Take you too far away From the team you want to be Then You can still get rewarded You know It's not always going to be Um you know, beautiful to see and 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 smooth sailing. There's going to be times where, like any good boxing contest, you're going to cop one on the chin. You might go to the canvas. Important thing is you get back up. And I thought last night the players got back up. Let's try Stevie again. Stevie, can you hear us this time? Yeah, I can hear you. Well. Brilliant. Great to have you, Stevie. What's on your mind tonight? Then, are you distracted by last night or this Europa League draw? Have you got Sunday on your mind? Sunday's on my mind, um, but I think. To be honest with you, both Rangers and Celtic, I personally think this season could go quite a bit in this Europa League. Going to my point about the season, which is my main point to you guys, mm-hmm. I know it's early doors, but I do predict, and I'm quite happy to put my name on what I'm going to say tonight, but I do predict this is going to be one of the closest seasons in a long time. I really do think it will be so close this season. It'll not be here nine, ten points, Celtic or Rangers. I think it could go down to even two, maybe three points. Who's going to win this title this season? And regarding the old firm on Sunday, Rangers have obviously got problems with what's going on, COVID, etc. So I'm putting my neck in the line, and I'm going to say Celtic's defence is not great. So I'm going to put my neck in the line and say Celtic will win that on Sunday, and they'll win it two-one. They'll win two-one on Sunday. Which will give them a massive boost going forward But I still go back To saying what I'm being honest with you boys And I'm predicting right now I think it'll be the closest season you'll have seen In a long time And I'm going to put my neck in the line Because I'm a Celtic man And say Celtic will win the title and But they'll only win it by three or four points Well it's Stevie's opinion And Stevie's opinion is non-negotiable uh, as is mine or Jim Duffy's Or oh, yours is, believe me <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah It's non-negotiable <laughs> uh, So Stevie also has said that you know, There are 35 league games to go uh, So We play a game every year Where we Before a ball is kicked Give a prediction uh, Stevie's gone in reasonably early Three games in uh, But I really do think, Stevie, that there were elements of the defensive play last night I mean, Ange ball, as they call it Is supposed to be about expansive football And taking it to the other side And that is Ange Postacoglu's philosophy But almost from the moment Furuhashi put Celtic in front Celtic were on the rack And they stayed on the rack For the rest of the game You know, I'll always try When it comes to our clubs in Europe Jim, look at it with A bit more positive glass half full if you like Celtic and Rangers Based on last night Are now at a stage Where they can make it To the Europa League group stages But actually not be at their best 
Is that is that not a good thing? Is that not encouraging? If you'd said if you well, I don't know, full time against Hearts at Tynecastle, Celtic will get to the Europa League group stages, and they will beat AZ Alkmaar to do it. You probably wouldn't have believed me, but yeah, over the ninety minutes there was ropey moments. Rangers clearly miles off their best, yet still got there. Yeah, I mean they scored. Uh, Celtic scored three goals in the two games, and um, you know had had moments in the game. The first game, even early on in the game, Joe Hart had a couple of good saves. And last night, although he did make a, a, a mistake for the first goal, uh, I mean another couple of really good saves. And then they, 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 you know, they missed a chance very late on in the game. But it is high risk football that Ange Postecoglou has asked him to play his shoes and and I think that uh, you know at times he, he may have to tweak it a little bit or adapt a little bit. I think in Scottish football he might get away with it, you know, for the vast majority of time. But in European football, they will have better quality players. And I think if if uh, uh, AZ Altman had shown a little bit more calmness last night They could have capitalised on more possession But they didn't And uh, as you mentioned Gordon It's still a, a fantastic result to get through I mean Stevie's been right in there with the tacky boots on And he's went for Celtic to win the title And for Celtic to, to, to win the Ibrox at the weekend And as a Celtic fan That's probably you know something that they, they didn't envisage Just uh, even three or four weeks ago You know when uh, you know the Michelin uh, games were coming round Everyone you know was 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 fearing the worst But I think there, there has been real signs of progress But I still think there has to be a tightening of defence And I think there has to be elements there that I think become you'd, a you'd have to think that pragmatic and not quite as expansive. I think he, he's went for it. It's almost like total football, uh, you know, that they're trying. But I think there has to be a little balance and a little bit more security in, in, in the team. Stevie, the defensive mistakes last night, has that damaged your confidence at all going into Sunday? Yes. Yes. It has. Yes. Celtic need a couple of defenders. They need two defenders. And I mean two class defenders Because if they don't get that defence tightened up They're going to lose goals And as I said to you at the beginning It could come down to goal difference this season That's how close I think it could be And if Celtic don't tighten up They could end up losing the title And how how big would that be Hugh? Listen, how big would that be If Celtic lost the title On goal difference When time ever happened? Well, first of all, let's get back to Sunday. You said that earlier on Celtic would win 2-1, but when Gordon asked you about your concerns over the Celtic defence, you said you were concerned by it. Yeah, it's concerned enough that they'll concede one, but they'll score two. I mean, that, that's just a prediction. I think those two can be true at the same time in, in Stevie's mind. Um, but Hugh, again, last night you can understand that the drama, Starfield's own goal is... Jim, as a former central defender, it's about as bad as you'll see. Um, Joe Hart... Didn't cover himself in glory Maybe Stephen Welsh played a part as well If you do flip to the big picture though, How important is it that, that Celtic did qualify Because when you fail in these qualifiers It can have a real knock-on effect For the rest yeah, of the yeah, season yeah. Psychologically, obviously financially It's a big hit Well, can you imagine Celtic going to Ibrox on Sunday If Rangers had made it to the group stage The draw takes place on Friday Rangers are in it and Celtic aren't And they have to go to Ibrox on Sunday So the psychological damage would have been Major However They're both there uh, It's now What happens on the day uh, Rangers And Celtic Have been Pretty much On parallel lines Since the season started uh, Both got out of the Champions League uh, Both lost league matches Rangers had done the United Celtic to Hearts uh, So they go into this one With Celtic poor In defence And Rangers Unbelievably negligent When it comes to Scoring goals I mean 
10 men for half a game in Armenia against a side that were very, very poor and Rangers don't score. So they both have the problems. Uh, how will it affect Sunday? How would anyone know? <laughs> the game is a separate life form. Thank you to Stevie Let's hear from Gary McAllister Rangers fans What's on your mind tonight? What did you make of the game Last night first of all How does it set you up For the weekend He says it's key To use their Europa League experience Heading into the group stages And says quite simply They aim to go further every year First and foremost We are, we are all delighted That we're in that, in that draw I think it's a great achievement I think it's driven You know it's, it's gave Scottish football A wee bit of kudos as well My, my belief is that the, Obviously the coefficient is, is really really spiked we're proud of that fact as well. So we're, we're experienced. We've, we've played against some good teams in this competition. And we need to use that. We need to use our experience because we've now become, what I would say, a, an established Europa League team. There's, there's improvements there and we, we just want to try and go a step further. Jim, what about Rangers last night then? Is it all about job done? Or were there signs within that, like the first leg and like the Malmo game, that they're not quite firing in all cylinders and that's something that, that they should... Fans should be concerned about Yeah they're not firing all cylinders There's no doubt about it The first half hour against Malmo You know they were magnificent I mean, the, the crowd back And the, you know the atmosphere And the real adrenaline But then They just really tapered off Quite dramatically In last night's game You know I watched the, the, the full game And you know You're just waiting in range I know they had you know, A number of chances Particularly Alfredo Morelos uh, and I know they hit the woodwork twice. So I mean, listen, if, if one or two of these again, people we're not we're not mm. probably having this the, the this chat. But you could tell that they're, 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 they're a wee bit flat. You know, they're not quite moving the ball as quickly. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're maybe not quite at their best yet. They're still searching, I think, for that balance in the team as well. Um, and but this, they've had they've had one or two two problems to to to, to try and uh, get around. But I mean, Sunday. Again, you know, there won't be any excuses. As, as you said, 50,000 Rangers fans there at home, you know, celebrating them really, you know, not not just the fact that it's the first old firm game they've seen in a long time, but obviously celebrating last year's winning, uh, you know, the, the title. All of those things, Rangers have to give their supporters a performance. Um, you know, they can't be... Um, is underwhelming as they have been in, 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 in two or three of the games so far this season. Let's bring in Andy, who's in Stirling. Take it away, Andy. Hi, how are you doing guys, alright? Good, thank you um, Basically, I uh, watched both games yesterday as well um, And, you know, I, I think Celtic were taking a bit of doing uh, Defensively and, and quite rightly so uh, I'd actually spoke to a pal of mine, funny enough, uh, on Wednesday And I said that Joe Hart had a mistake in him at the back He always worried me uh, The good thing is, he got that out yesterday uh, So I think it can only stand us in good stead And what we have to remember above and, and beyond everything, out of the five goals that were scored over two legs against a very, very good AZ Altmar team, Celtic scored four of them. Yeah, so, I can't argue with that. Um, I wonder if those two mistakes here are in slightly different categories where Carl Starfield hasn't hit the ground running yet, and we accept it, it, it may well take time, but Celtic fans are still all looking for that performance off them uh-huh. where you say, ah, oh, yeah, okay, that, that's it, there's a player there, still waiting on that one. Yeah. Whereas Joe Hart makes the mistake last night But he then goes on to make some good saves And he made some good saves last week Regardless of the mistake It still looks like a proper upgrade in that position Does it not? Um, jury's out For what, me com- As in compared to last season's goalkeepers No, 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 no no. On Hart uh, But that's you, what I'm saying Is, is it st- Regardless of the mistake last night It still looks like an upgrade Does it not? Based on the saves he made Because well, the previous it, keepers didn't seem to make any If you're comparing them with Barkas And Bain And Hazard then yeah he's an upgrade But 
Last night's mistake was unbelievable. Uh, to stand there and wait for the ball to come to him when he should be out like a shot and clearing all in front of him. Uh, Sunday at Ibrox will be major for Joe Hart because the atmosphere will be incredibly hostile uh, with no Celtic sports at all in the ground. So he needs a big day at Ibrox on Sunday. Hugh makes a fair point Maybe the bar has been set low But but he, he did go on to make good saves Jim and he, and he has done previously And is that Is that maybe the difference When you sign someone of that experience level The mistakes don't Maybe rattle them quite the same Yeah He, he showed his, his True professionalism After that era You know I, I think that, that there's there's elements The fact is that Ange Posikoglu Has obviously insisted That they, they, they play out for the back even that that uh, the, you know the goal, I felt as if he went there and he's actually looking to see who he could pass to, rather than just go and smash it up the pitch. And, and I think that's something I said that it's maybe going to be tweaked. If he go, goes to Ibrox at the weekend, he'll be looking to clip balls out to fullback, fullback's roll and to Callum McGregor. I mean, he, he don't have to be a, a tactical genius to say Rangers should should be right up in top of Celtic, you know, to try and press them. And but again, if the manager has insisted that. Then that that's obviously mm. in the goalkeeper's head, but he did make uh, a couple of good saves. He did have one a little. Uh, I think one moment in the second half he came for a long free kick. He kind of chased into an area where he shouldn't have had. But I think all goalkeepers have a mistake in them. I think it's a wee bit unfair to say Joe Hart. Oh, I knew Joe Hart would have a mistake. There's not a goalkeeper alive, not a player alive, but particularly a goalkeeper who hasn't made a crucial mistake. Right. Sometimes it's it's the balance over the course of the season, and if he only makes one or two. He said a, a, a fantastic but season Jim, earlier on you said that Postacoglu mm. has to tweak the mm. system a bit yeah. I think that comes into it But you're putting Hart under constant pressure yeah. uh, And, it, you know, I, I do understand that he, He'll just be the, Is that not just an individual thing? He, I, I get the thought process mm. You're saying maybe that's what's on his mind But regardless of what you're told to do He he, he knows he should do better Next time you put your foot through it That's not on Ange Postacoglu It's on him yeah, but really? yeah, 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 God, but you see so many goalkeepers just now. The ball comes back to them, and they go. And it's on the six yard line. They take a touch when they could just smash it. Everybody knows put any rose head, but it doesn't happen. Mm. We see goals time after time, at top top level, because that's the way everyone's wanting to play. I felt a wee bit sorry last night for, for Stephen Welsh He kept giving it to Stephen Welsh one And he's playing the left hand side He looked a wee bit uncomfortable there And he's thinking where did I go from here He's then giving it to Taylor And then giving it to Montgomery And all of a sudden there's a bit of pressure So I think the, the players would probably have to speak to the manager And say look you know, Can we mix it up If the manager says no this is exactly how I want mm. to play Then you have if, to go if with If your it. choice is You either do what Postacoglu mm. says Or you don't play right, yeah. Then players will respond in favour of the manager I just think that it Puts the goalkeeper Under Greater pressure Than he ought to be And at, at Ibrooks In the hostile atmosphere Of Sunday's game He's got a real sweat on Yeah Brendan Rodgers insisted Didn't he That's how he put Scott Bain in Because he liked Scott yep. Bain With the ball at his feet So he, he picked him Primarily because He's used to the ball Andy how are you feeling Ahead of Sunday uh, I, I think as long as the right team goes out, I think we've really got a, a, a chance. Uh, I, I believe we can we can win. Uh, if you have a look at the positives in the game, and the positives is we've cut through AZ Altmar like like uh, a knife through butter for that first goal. It'll be interesting to see how how Rangers cope with Furuhashi. But I think one of the significant things last night showed. Postacoglu the way to beat Rangers as well and I wouldn't I wouldn't start with Rogic I would start with Edward 
uh, and put energy in the middle of that part because I believe that on either flank, uh, these guys uh, not only uh, have the ability to cut through Rangers at will, I think they also uh, put that fear factor in there where it stops Rangers' uh, fullbacks, i.e. Barisic and Tavernier, mm. if, he's, if he's playing... Uh, Having that same uh, free, even freedom of mind, you know, uh, to, to 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 wander about because these guys are quick and if they're gone, you're no catching them. And the one thing I was really impressed with, uh, and and again I spoke about it, a badder for me. Any time that boy's been in a position uh, where uh, it's a case of playing the right ball in, and I mean key key balls for goals, he's done it and he's done it. He doesn't seem to uh, fluff his lines very often. So, you know, I, I genuinely believe uh, with Furuhashi uh, and, and Abada either side of Edward, I think, uh, I think the I think the Rangers fans, uh, or sorry, the Rangers team <coughs> will struggle uh, pace-wise. We will find out on Sunday. Thank you very much to Andy in Stirling. We've got Aussie, who's a Rangers fan. He's coming up next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans and Jim Duffy are here They've been joined on the line by Ozzy Who is a Rangers fan What's on your mind tonight Ozzy? Hi Gordon, Hugh Jim, how you doing? Good, good, good. Yeah, um, I just wanted to call and say that I fully expect Rangers to win uh, on Sunday um, And that's based on me just having watched Celtic I, I, I've seen a few Celtic games this season I saw, I saw the league opener against Hearts I, I saw the two Michelin games uh, the Jablonek away game and, and yesterday's game are the full games that I've seen. And from what I see, Celtic leave so many gaps at the back. Um, you can bypass that midfield with one or two passes. And I, I just think Rangers are going to do it. Uh, I mean, last season, I saw Rangers play quite a, quite a few teams um, with a similar style. I think w- w- Willem Twee and Royal Antwerp in particular. And the season below uh, before, against Braga and the, the the common thing about all these teams is that you know they pressed high they left a lot of space at the back and Rangers created a number of chances against all of those teams and you know I, I just I acknowledge Rangers haven't got kicking uh, so far but you everyone knows form goes out of the window with these old firm games and from what I've seen despite the fact that we might be missing a few players I really think, you know, the, the expectation is that Rangers are going to win this game. Aussie, like Stevie, the Celtic supporter, that's his opinion. It's non-negotiable. <laughs> uh, we'll need to get to Sunday. We'll need to see who plays in this game, first of all. I mean, will Furuhashi be fit? Uh, how many of the Rangers' COVID cases or injury cases will be able to play? Yeah, Gary McAllister expected to welcome back four or five, I think was the number he put on it. Um if those four or five include Alan McGregor and James Tavernier and Ryan Kent And there's obviously a strong suggestion that his was just an injury anyway And, and it wasn't Covid related um, Then things would look a lot different yeah. f- for Rangers fans Who were maybe fearing the worst a couple of days ago Yeah, as I say If if you took the team that played Alice Kurt yesterday And I include Robbie McCrory mm. And you said that's the team for Sunday They wouldn't be you know, desperately... Uh, undermanned uh, They would be hoping That team Did better than it Oh sure it Did last night though Yeah 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 I, I mean I, I go back to the point They're playing An Armenian team Who are They're not even Bang average They're beneath that And 
They are also down to 10 men for more than half a game And Rangers don't score against them Now, you know, could that be the case again on mm. Sunday? Maybe not uh, But the, the fascination about Sunday is Rangers potentially In Kent mm-hmm. and Morelos and Rebo Have goals in them And Celtic, so far Have defensive mistakes in them As well as Furuhashi and the Bada. Who gets to who first? Does the poor yeah. defence get to the team that doesn't score first? Or the the, the the team that doesn't score, do they finally take advantage of a poor defence? Ozzy, you were right to point out, you know, Rangers have taken advantage of Willem Tway and Antwerp. Is is this Rangers team at the moment as threatening as the team that, that did that to those sides though? We're not quite there yet, but I think I, I think there's a couple of things. I think I think the fact that Roof um, is obviously not featured in the the European game so far. Um, he obviously missed the Dundee United game, and I, I think his absence can be understated because what Roof does is just he's an incredible striker to watch. For me, he could be up there with Moles and Yelovic in terms of his movement, his IQ on the part, the way he drags defenders out of position. I, I can only see him wreaking havoc. On so I, I really hope Rangers play Morelos and Roof from the start. If if we can have Kent, that will be ideal. But if not, uh, for me, I think Aribo has to play on the on one of the the front three positions. And and, and if it was something like that, I'd, I'd have full confidence that we're going to get in behind um, at will. I, I acknowledge we we haven't got got going, and you know you, you raised a question about you know who's actually going to play. I don't have any concerns about the fact that Tab's not playing because Nathan Patterson, I've I've, I've never seen a, a youngster at Rangers so composed. Well, since Barry Ferguson, really, and and, and I just have full confidence in him. We can have it down that right. Um, listen, I, I'm not naive. Celtic will cut us open, uh, but but it, 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 Rangers have played this way and been cut open down the wings uh, for a couple of seasons now because everyone knows that our game plan is, you know, to to get the wing-backs, well, full-backs moving forward up the park, and, and we will leave gaps at the end. But what I saw yesterday against Azed was basically, it was, it was like a basketball game. I couldn't believe it. And, and, and what I see from Ange Postacoglu is that he has one way of playing. doesn't matter who, who the opposition is. He's got one way of playing. And I think Rangers will take advantage of that. I, I, I want to make a point as well. You know, I, I give Celtic, uh, you know, some credit for the way that they approach games against the so-called minnows of the Scottish League. You know, they 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 played St Mirren, Dundee, playing Turnbull and Rodgers. I, th- I think they've got the right approach there. I think I'd, I'd actually like to see Rangers do more of that. You know, maybe play Haji and Arebo as part of a midfield three, and just go for the juggler against these so-called you know lesser teams and domestically. But you cannot play, uh, you know, like that against Rangers. I, I, I don't doubt that Postecoglou will drop either Turnbull or Rodgers, um on Sunday. But he's going to put Sorrow in there, and 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 Sorrow will get booked early on. I, I, I've got absolutely no concerns about. That's an game. interesting prediction. I like that, Aussie. Um, Jim, mm. do you think he will? Do you think he will? Because that—that's the obvious. It's, it's the, you're right. He's not going to. He's not going to change the way he plays. But no. but the obvious change would be just one more slightly defensive-minded mm-hmm. midfielder rather than Turnbull and Rogic, or as the first caller said, Edward, mm-hmm. which allows Christie to come in and, and do a bit more of the the energetic yeah. stuff. Listen, from from what we know about Ange Postecoglou at the moment, it would seem that it'd be more likely to play Edward, put Furuhashi back out in the the mm-hmm. wide area if he's fit. 
uh, and then put is Chris that, Hayes is that as there. defensive as Celtic get now then is yeah that at the moment yeah it looks yeah. like it um, I, I don't think you'll play Sorrow um, you know again everyone's you know looking at it in, both both um, teams play very open now although Celtic have scored more goals and they've have, you know, they, they, they've certainly look as if they've got more firepower. If you look at Rangers midfield, any combination really, you know, I mean, Lustrum's come in and, and not, you know, he's not he's not quite clicked yet. But whether it's Steve Davis, whether it's Aribo, whether it's Hadji, um, whether it's Kamara, you know, they're all footballers. And Celtic's the same Turnbull, Christie, Rogic, McGregor. You know, it, it's not like years ago when you had a, a few real competitors in there getting stuck into each other. So I think it'll be more of a football contest. I don't really well, see be too many rash challenges going in this game. Will Edward be there mm. by Sunday? <laughs> That's another there, question. There are reports today of uh, Ruben Kazan uh, being interested in paying Celtic £15 million for Odson Edward. Uh, which may spark a late auction uh, And if that's the case mm, You might not be in the Old Firm game on Sunday But I love Friday before the Old Firm game Because Ozzy says he can see Rangers wreaking havoc And Stevie, the first caller, the Celtic fan He can see Celtic, even though the defence is poor Winning 2-1 Do you, what, what do you buy into this notion that the first one is a marker? Now history tells you that more often than not The team that wins the first one, in fact Considerably more often than not, the teams that win the first one goes on to win the title. Mm. But that you know, there's still going to be thirty odd games after this that that clearly can be undone. There's, you know, there's a long way to go. How much do you buy into to that? Um, I think last season, last season when Rangers went to Celtic Park, Celtic season was beginning to unravel, and Rangers put the tin lid on it uh, by going there. I don't think Celtic had a shot at goal. Uh, Corn Golson uh, scored twice for Rangers. And Rangers never looked back again Celtic didn't lose to them again that season uh, For Celtic to go to Ibrox on Sunday And win the match My goodness The 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 uplift would be monumental For Celtic to go there Play poorly in a defensive sense And lose the match It's not the end of the world It's a three point differential between the two teams But can you imagine Sunday afternoon the programme here and Monday night the program with the Rangers fans on and Tuesday celebrating and Wednesday and Thursday and Christmas Eve yeah I get where you're going and, and mid-October um, Ozzy before we let you go I'm keen to get some thoughts <laughs> we're spinning so many plates tonight but this has got to be one of the busiest Fridays ever and it happens every year now see if you notice this the first Old Firm game always comes off the back of a qualifier and the draw is the Friday in between what do you make Just of that the yeah, what, do you, what do you make of that group uh, Aussie Leon Sparta Prague Bronby Rangers have done well In recent seasons At getting out of The group Can they get out of this one? Um, I, th- I think we can I think it's winnable uh, Obviously we played Leon um, Last season In a pre-season friendly And you know It's pre-season But you know I think that was the game Where Kent got sent off early And you know We still you know, held her on. Uh, Leon are strengthened, I think, with Shakiri, but I think they're about to lose, um, I, I don't know how to pronounce her name, Awar, to either Arsenal or Spurs. So, l- l- listen, I've got to be honest, Gordon, I'm not over the Malmo game. Um, I-, I-, I can't stop thinking about that. It gives me sleepless nights still. And until Rangers get into the Champions League, I'm not going to get over that. So, I-, I know when the games approach, you know, when the Europe games put, I'm going to be pumping. But I think stand. I'm, uh, you know, honestly, I, I, I just focused on Sunday. Yeah, I think stand. One game at a time. Even the mm-hmm. fans are saying one game at a time. <laughs> what is going on? Uh, right. Well, broadly speaking, because we'll get into the the detail, I'm sure. 
I just looked at the draw overall, not just Rangers and Celtics group. I just feel the Europa League looks really strong. That's very strong. Yeah. Is that is that fair? Before we even get into the yeah, detail, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, but we're obliged to concentrate on our two teams who are there, and I think Celtic are the tougher group by far. Yeah. Team from the Bundesliga, team from La Liga, and uh, Ferenc Varos. Um, I think Rangers. You could never. Be dismissive of Lyon But Sparta Prague Who took 8 goals off Celtic Last season Home and away Again A Celtic Who had started to unravel mm. And Sparta Prague Were part of the unravelling process uh, Bromby Rangers can go Home or away And beat them there I think No I, I think Listen it's, it's brilliant the, the thing The difference is Is financially We know we know that Gordon and, and we understand that And the profile But At the actual games these games will demand a full house sure. because the fans love these type of games. Well, we know it's a second tier tournament. We understand that, and and both will be disappointed uh, not getting uh, uh, at least the the next uh, stage of the Champions League qualifier. But um, the, these games are what you know the the, the fans love. The, the 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 players love to be involved in. Uh, as I said, and again, it does enhance the the reputation of each individual club and the Scottish game. Um, so mm. you know, we, we we really look forward to these nights. Thank you, Aussie oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. What did you make of your team's performance last night? How do you rate your team's chances of getting out of these Europa League groups? And what about Sunday? What about the other games tomorrow? What about the transfer window? More questions than answers. Pick up the phone and let us know what's on your mind. 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish Football's League Leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans and Jim Duffy are here You can join in on Twitter or on the phones uh, PR is on Twitter It says last night I would rather it turned out the way it did Than Rangers upping the tempo Possibly injuring a player Going for a 50-50 Getting injured You could always uh, you should always play the aggregate score rather than on the night. So PR is just happy to get the job done. How are you feeling about your team's performance last night? How do you rate your chances of getting out of the groups that have been drawn? And what about the big one on Sunday? Pick up the phone 01419511025. Gary McAllister uh, says Rangers will take government advice before revealing who's available for Sunday's game. Kamar Roof and John Lundstrom already back from suspension. Whilst McAllister says Janino Bakuna could come into the field. Well, the, the, the thing is, about last night, we're, we're pleased to, to let you know that everybody came through unscathed. Uh, Scotty Arfield took a couple of blows on his on, on his big toe. Uh, took one early in the game and then he got smashed on it later in the game. So, but after the game, he's, he's reported fine. So everybody came through unscathed last night. And uh, obviously, we've got people coming back from suspension. Non-squad players will be coming into the reckoning as well. Um, that, that didn't travel, Bakuna, Barker, and Katic. So we're bolstered. You know, we've got we've got a wee bit more bodies in the in the squad. On the COVID issues, we're guided by doctors and we're guided by the governing bodies. So we'll just wait as we adapt day by day to see who's who's available and who's not. And, and that's that's all we can do. You know, and come Sunday, we'll be given a squad of people who, who are available and we deal with it. This is where the public health stuff and football collide Jim Duffy and you know all about that uh, For this weekend Now involved at Air United And your game is off uh, at the weekend as a result So it shows you how much it's still out there How serious it can be um, Without debating this too much Because in fact there, there is no debate But where Rangers will be at They will be speaking to the government Who is a close contact of the positive cases Can they return Negative tests Are mm-hmm. they double vaccinated These are the types of questions And then we'll find out Who's going to be available yeah. It does look like Four or five I think Gary McAllister mm-hmm. said Would be added So again That's out of the ones 
Who missed the flight The manager James Tavernier Calvin Bassey Scott Wright Ryan Kent Alan McGregor John McLaughlin Jack Simpson Like I say I think Ryan Kent Was an injury anyway mm-hmm. um, So Pretty much Full strength Would you imagine Yeah I don't think we're Too, to guess at this too far away From full strength um, You know obviously Kamaru And um, um, John Lundstrom As you said I think Kamaru Was suspended for the tie So he can come back in as well So yeah I mean I think that It'll be a very strong squad That means we'll have available For that For that match or For this match on, on Sunday And it's just all about Team selection I don't think it'll be Too far away from you know, the, the if you want to call it the, the normal four three three, um, you know, if Kent's fit, you know, it just depends on whether he whether he tweaks it, whether he keeps Hadji in, who struggled last night, I have to say that. I think he really struggled. I think he was one of the poorer players. But um, you know, uh, that that's the that's the only the only um one I think you would you would look at. If Tavernier's back mm-hmm. available again, if he's not, then obviously Nathan Patterson will go straight in there. But uh Calvin Bassey's done well at the start of the season and uh, Baracic has been on the fringes a little bit so he's still to get up to speed but generally speaking you would think that uh, the, the side would be would be more than norm for Rangers mm. Hugh this is where we're at take us back 12 months almost exactly well it was a bit later wasn't it the, the first meeting of Rangers and Celtic last season mm. and Rangers ha- uh, Celtic had their own Covid issues we naively perhaps thought that ah, come this time next season we won't have to worry about that ahead of big games of football no um, but not quite the case No uh, I think we should have our fingers crossed That uh, the, the situation doesn't uh, exacerbate And we go back to Fans being prevented from going to grounds uh, So You know What will be will be With regard to Rangers And team selection on Sunday As Gary McAllister rightly says It's not as simple As Stephen Gerrard and Gary McAllister Sitting down and picking a team they are told by medical people who they can and cannot have. And I think particularly, Jim, there's, there, they want them all back. Mm-hmm. There are there are a couple that were synonymous with this fixture last season and Alan McGregor was one of them. Yeah. You kind of forget that in the head in the actual meetings between the sides, Celtic played all right at times and, and you know, and, and we're fine and we're good at times. Yeah. Um it was over that thirty eight games mm-hmm. the Rangers really, really stretched their legs and of course I know Celtic didn't manage to win any of them. Mm-hmm. But Alan McGregor, huge part. Yeah. Ryan Kent as well, in particular in those fixtures. Yeah, there was a couple of unbelievable saves from Alan McGregor in, in the games, you know. And, and uh, you know, I think that he's one of these guys that just seems to revel on the big occasion. He knows what it's about. You know, he, he you know, he has that kind of anger in him that uh, he, he kind of drives his his teammates on and 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 keeps that concentration level high. And I think he that he was massively instrumental in Rangers' defensive um, strength last year. Um, you know, and, and again, is if he's back and I think if he, if he was back it'd be a huge mm. boost um, for Rangers if he's back in the team because I think he just gives them um, that confidence and makes the defence much better Right let's bring in Derek who's a Rangers fan from Clyde Bank Derek what about that draw today? You've seen it I'm sure Leon, Sparta Prague and Bronby can Rangers get out of that group? Uh, absolutely God. I, I think based on the, the draw today my, my kind of thoughts are that it's a very open group um, one of the most open I've ever saw and, and I've, I've heard comments earlier saying about Bronby potentially being the minnows but bearing in mind they're the Danish champions they're doing well and I think unless Rangers hit the, the kind of heights of last season which is still very early on in the season when you take into consideration three league games um, and some qualifiers we, we, we can qualify through it but I think it's a, a really open um, group and, and one of the most open I've ever saw. Um, so I think actually any of anybody could actually qualify from it. Um, but I think Rangers, I'm confident Rangers could, as long as we kind of hit the heights of last season. Um, and we do that 
rather soon, uh, that, preferably on Sunday. That that might be the, the 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 key part here, Hugh, because just simply on paper, which everyone knows is not where football is played, it's not any more of a difficult group than the ones that some of the ones that Rangers have got out in the past. Sure. So the big question though will be: is it is it the same Rangers? Team this season Is last season Are they as good That will be the question Well if you looked at Malmo And you looked at Alice Kurt, uh Both home and away You would have doubts About Rangers Because Malmo was a, a disaster You know Rangers had it back to um, Equality They were playing 10 men Second half at Ibrooks And the 10 men scored twice So that was a, a disaster In financial and prestige terms For Rangers Alice Kurt. Over two legs You know Not good enough from Rangers Against Very Very Moderate opposition However The season will evolve Players will find better form And The Group Looks to me One that Rangers can do well in uh, I'm not sure they can finish Above Leon But I think it's one they can do well in Does that experience count Jim again You know If you're mm. not if your form this season is not as good as last season Then there's not a great deal you can do But I wonder if the experience of having come through a group Last season uh, Which had Benfica in it The season before it was um, Feyenoord wasn't it And, uh, and Porto the season before So yeah, Lyon are good Hazard, Sparta, Prague and Bronby It doesn't look like it's any more difficult Than, yeah, than the previous two I think, seasons I think teams, Gordon Particularly top teams Grow into a season You know, I mean I know Rangers started the season Last season very well And kept that consistency Up in the league campaign And also done well In the in the, in the UEFA Cup But the, I think that Generally speaking Teams will get grow into the competition And getting through Was the first thing Getting into the group stages Was the, was the major um, You know, uh, issue Which we see the minds to achieve and now it's about building uh, performances and getting results and I think they will get better they will get stronger I think that Stephen Gerrard's had one or two little kind of comments where he's, he's not shy you know sometimes he you know he does like to say his, his mind he's very honest when his team hasn't done well and I think he knows and, and I think he's given him one or two of them a kick up the backside to say listen this hasn't been good enough and we need to get start, start getting the you know our standards up a little bit the best way to do that is obviously uh, starting on Sunday but that I, I agree with Derek I think it's a very open mm-hmm. group I wouldn't say one team was way ahead of anyone else and Rangers will be confident if they get near the top for them that they can qualify for that group Was the performance last night Derek a concern or is it easy for you to shrug off and say we had players missing it was hot and we got the job done I think to be honest I was at the Malmo game and I think that I broke in the first 30 minutes that looked Great, everything looked really good The last 10 minutes of the first half, 15 minutes looked a bit shaky They got a man sent off as you said And, and looked to be looked to be progressing And I thought second half would do okay It really went backwards um, and, and was the opposite The game last night, um, I think Gary McAllister summed up really well Playing in, in heat, quite a, a far distance out um, the, the, It was reduced down, but to be fair, not, not taken away from it It was still a decent team that was put out But at the end of the day, the whole the whole point of last night was to get into the group stages which we done so wasn't wasn't great it, you know it wasn't wasn't nice to watch but we it was a job done and I think we, we're very early on in the season and my hope is that we can build on it and we take it further forward and we really need to start with that on Sunday um, and, and I think that could give us a momentum for the season I think I know it's very early in the season but that that could be a big a big thing to help us move forward um, but equally I think we need to be um, confident in terms of the fact we're in the group stage against the 40 in the row we're making progress, and, and we need to we need to drive on now. We need to, we do need to improve for sure, 
but I think we're in the group stages and it's, it's there for the players to now show us Derek it was great to speak to you hopefully we will do it again soon have a good weekend thanks you too thanks guys takes us up nicely to this Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Forget Sunday This is the big match Of the weekend You up against Hugh Keevans Or Jim Duffy With the prestige Of a signed ball Up for grabs It's 01419511025 You come on here Take them on And if you get more questions Right than they do You will beat the pundit And win the signed ball It's that simple You do need your calls To be in Before 7 o'clock though So be quick Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans and Jim Duffy are here at so one four one nine five one one zero two five to talk to the guys. What did you make of your team's performance in Europe last night? Celtic fans, Rangers fans, Aberdeen, St Johnston. Uh, we know Celtic and Rangers made it through. So with that in mind, what do you make of the draw? Are you confident your side can come out of those groups, or are you fearing the worst? And then we're on to league football this weekend. Big games on Saturday. A certain fixture at Ibrooks on Sunday as well. So all of the above and the transfer window, whatever is on your mind, now is a great time to pick up the phone. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online. Thescottishsun.co.uk/football. Beat the pundit time. Now we know that the following are up for grabs Hugh the signed ball uh-huh. and the bragging rights but last night we threw in a signed cardboard cutout oh, of Gordon DL it was lying it. about the yeah. office it was terrifying everybody uh, so he signed it and the gentleman came on and, and won and of course the, the cardboard cutout is on its way to Irvine you would think DL with his motherwell kit on would have Treasured that And never let it go Jim but Duffy We've brought into the studio yeah. So you can see it Is I, it as terrifying as you thought? I, actually I think it's, he, he looks quite he dapper looks okay. on it Yeah he's, he's, he's looking very Hollywood in there He's going to get that George Clooney look Jim, Jim, what would they say Where would we come from? You would say Put that on top of the mantelpiece It'll keep the reins away for the fire. fire So John and Cambus Lang Don't hang up Don't worry No matter what happens We will not send you A cardboard cutout of Hugh Keevans Right you're <laughs> safe You will not be on the receiving end Of one of them But it's good to speak to you anyway John how's it going? How you doing? It's actually Chris. John's back to it, so we're on our way home for work. So it's oh. oh, it's a team effort. You two are <laughs> going to be up against it tonight, Chris. Chris and John. Just the two of you. Anyone else? No, it just does two. That's just fine. That's fine. There are no rules against that, Hugh Keevans. <laughs> no, no, no. The more the merrier. Uh, right, heads, it will be Hugh Keevans who's taking on Chris and John and the three other guys that they've got in the car on the way home from work. Tails, it'll be Jim Duffy. And it is heads, it's Hugh Keevans taking on the guys So we'll give Hugh some Clyde 2 to listen to So that he can't steal their answers Chris and John, very simple, 30 seconds Answer as many questions right as you can I do need to accept your first answer And if you don't know, pass quickly And we will move on, okay? Good stuff, 30 seconds and your time starts now Name any side in Rangers' upcoming Europa League group Leon. What nationality is former Celtic manager Wim Janssen? Dutch. Which English side did George Edmondson leave Rangers to join? Uh, Ipswich. Which SPFL team does Craig Whiten currently play for? Yeah, United. Name any of the top scorers in the Scottish top flight this season with three goals. Um, uh, how many thistles appear on Partick Thistle's club crest? One. Ooh. Right, okay, let's bring Hugh Keevens back. Hugh, can you hear us? I can. 30 seconds, head to head, 
And your time starts now. <sighs> Name any side in Rangers' upcoming Europa League group. Uh, Leon. What nationality is former Celtic manager Vim Janssen? The Dutch. Which English side did George Edmondson leave Rangers to join? Pass. Which SPFL side does Craig Whiten currently play for? Dundee. Name any of the top scorers in the Scottish top flight this season with three goals. Uh, Kyogo. How many thistles appear on Partick Thistles Club Crest? One. Craig Halkett joined Hearts from which other Scottish top flight side? Motherwell. Who's the most capped player in the current Scotland squad? Tierney. Okay. Chris, how do you think that went? I you may I just pat me. Mm, I wouldn't be so sure. Let's find out. Uh, name <laughs> any side in Rangers' upcoming group. You had the choice, of course, of Leon, Sparta, Prague, Bronby. You both got it. Vim Janssen is Dutch. You both got it. George Edmondson went to Ipswich. The guys in the car got it. So they go 3 2 in front. Craig Whiten, Jim? Dunfermline. Dunfermline. So none of you got that right. Uh, any of the top scorers in the top flight on three you had the choice of David Turnbull, Martin Boyle, or Kyogo Furuhashi. You both went for Kyogo. And how many thistles appear on Partick Thistles Club Crest? It is one. So at that stage, the guys are in front, aren't they? One, two, three, four. Yeah, five to five to four. Yeah, five, four to the guys, I think. So you had two more questions, though, Hugh. Who did Craig Halkett join Hearts from? It was Livy, not Motherwell. And the most capped player in the current Scotland squad is. Not Kieran Tierney It's Craig Gordon, Gordon. Oh. So you did alright Shug You got four on the board But the guys in the car Got five Well done Chris, John And whoever yeah. else is there Well done <laughs> The sign ball You're going to have I've never seen anyone Cut a ball in half And share it But you're going to have to Maybe we'll send them two I don't know I don't know how generous We're feeling the ball. Can, I, can I give a shout out please Of course guys? you can It's to my uncle Craig Old He'll be watching the game When he's on Sunday And work So just to give him A wee shout out Craig, John, Chris Whoever else is out there Enjoy your weekend There we go what can you do? You win, the, you win the Monday night. You lose on Friday night. That's that's the game. It's a mixed you know? bag. It is a mixed bag. Your your Ipswich, your George Edmondson to Ipswich knowledge has the done you. Form doesn't he always play the part? No, you know? I mean, no. it's not always about that. No. Form goes out the window, the window on these that. weekends. Mm-hmm. That's what they keep saying. The big, I, big weekend. Uh, the windy. I actually meant to. <laughs> I, I, I was going to raise that point earlier. Then got to turn but, that round. But we got oh, <laughs> the cardboard cut the out of DL. I know because there was a point earlier. This is why that. The narrative is fascinates me. I can't remember which caller it was. I assume it was one of the the Rangers fans who was on and said, "You know, I've seen Celtic. Their defending's not great, and, mm. and and you know we can exploit that. And I know we've not started well, but form goes out the window. And yeah. is it, well, so is, what if Celtic's bad defensive <laughs> form goes yeah, out the yeah. window then? But yeah. it's, we're very selective anyway. One four one nine five one one zero two five. At Clyde SSB on Twitter, and just to make it even busier, um, the transfer window is still very much. Mm. On the go We've made it to 10 past 7 And we've not mentioned the R word Ronaldo mm-hmm. has gone back to Man United If you've switched on your TV You'll know all about it It's all you can see It's absolutely everywhere um, So maybe we're not quite Making waves on that scale But we like to think we've got Some things yeah, ticking I mean, away Just to go back to Sunday again uh, uh, The transfer window You know Juranovic is now in at Celtic Park might Ange Postacoglu yeah. be tempted to put him in? Gary uh, McAllister said Janino Bakunak yeah. theory could come and into And even the... Celtic have also said Liam Scales from Shamrock Rovers. They have. So, you know, look for Postacoglu and Gerard to think about. Uh, yeah, they have indeed. I'll tell you what, why don't we play a bit of that? I've got some of um, Ange Postacoglu on transfers at the moment. Um, as you quite rightly say, Hugh Evans, they've added to Liam Scales four year deal from Shamrock Rovers. Uh, bit of a headline 
Writer's Dream as well That scales That's the sort of name That oh, you yeah, guys yeah, yeah. In the, the paper industry Would have your fun with I'm sure um, Postacoglu is hopeful That he will not be The final edition Before Tuesday's deadline well, We've been working on For a while Obviously his, cl- his club's been involved In European competition They've, they've been doing really well and, and we're keen to hold on to him For as long as they could And that was okay with us um, But good to get him in He's he's a good young talent He's can play a couple of positions At the back uh, Gives us some extra reinforcement And depth in an area we needed And uh, looking forward to working with him We've got a few days to go So um I expect it to, to still be some activity. Uh, you know, could be ins and outs. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see. But, um, yeah, still still working on a couple of things. And, uh, obviously, you know, as the timeline gets tighter, things get a little bit more challenging. Um, so, um, But still working on a couple of things and hopefully, yeah, still have some activity between now and the end of the window. There could be ins and outs still working on a couple of things. Ricky, as a Celtic fan, what do you read into that? What's on your mind with regards transfers? Well, I heard you saying, rumour has it, Ruben Kazan mm-hmm. interested in Edward. Now, I heard a thought of Ruben Kazan were interested in, her, in Edward. They were probably have done a deal with me for buying Starfield. So if they were interested, then they were maybe have done a deal. Uh, rumours came out just before big games about certain players. They take quite a lot of uh, teams, not just Celtic, they take the Rangers and all. There might be something every weekend about Kent or the other ones. He's Unsettled players And I think it's terrible That Unless there's something Solid behind that Or Substantial Don't come out with these Rumours Or It's Alleged You know Don't come out with them Because unsettled players And the fans don't like it either well, uh, I mean f- f- Fans You'd love it Ricky If the rumour was Celtic are closing in on a Deal for Kevin De Bruyne You'd love that I mean it's It's only when it's out the way That it gets a bit frustrating Does it not No 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 I, Listen I, I was talking to I was on uh, or I was on a Tuesday night uh, And I kind of stated I don't think Edward will go at all I think Edward will stay And if he lost him At the end of the season As I say And we lost 9 million But the guy Helps is win the league And they get into the Champions League It'll be a 9 million We'll be, be quite happy to lose Ricky, have you not done what you've accused the press of doing? You've just uh, given us your speculation that I don't think Edward will go. I mean, I see that point about um, it's, you know can unsettle players ahead of big games. The transfer window is open; it closes on Tuesday. Celtic happen to have a big game this weekend. That is unavoidable, as you say. Ruben Kazan, who reportedly a fifteen, sixteen million pound bid, um, Bordeaux reportedly willing to match that fee. And on the flip side, Celtic closing in on agreeing terms with Georgios Jakumakis as well. Yeah. So it works um, both ways. Yeah. Is it is it all about unsettling before a big game or is it just nah, par I mean, for the course this close to the end of the window? All I've heard is Celtic supporters saying that Edward has looked distracted for months. Made uh, a difference so, when he came on last night. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you can't just decide on Friday before the game against Rangers at Ibrooks that the press are unsettling Edward. The Celtic fans have been saying for weeks and weeks and weeks that Edward isn't doing his shift, etc., etc. So, I don't know how old Ricky is, but I can guarantee you this, that for decades, Ricky has been listening and indulging in transfer speculation. Jim, the, the question right now will be how close is that? Is Odson Edward... Going to play at the weekend, um, and and then you take into the account the, the bigger picture of 
Is he going to go And who replaces him And so on Yeah I mean listen It's, it's all part of football You know what I mean Again and sometimes Agents can spark things as well Because they can they, If they want a player Sometimes to get a move Sometimes they throw A little carrot in there You know just to say Put a suggestion in To see if it does spark um, Interest elsewhere If they thought someone was going to go So there's, there's a lot of times It's not the press But uh, at the same token I mean you know Earlier on in the season There was talk about Celtic being interested In Kevin Nisbet And George Doyga uh, Hibbs and all these kind of things Does that unsettle their players It's just it's just the way it is It's football And also social media these days If, if, if journalists don't Don't look at these stories Investigate these stories Then they're going to be You know on the end from, their, from their, from their um, You know Chief sports writers And stuff like that So they have to check everything uh, And if they think there is uh, Some sort of um, You know uh, End behind it Then it's up to mm. I mean, It's their duty to report it But it does I mean Hugh says get back I mean I, I can go back Many many decades uh, Say Well many many two, 20 odd years plus uh, When Neil McCann Was a young player And I remember That it was all a big suggestion uh, He was going to go to Celtic And uh, he was never going to go to Celtic But It did you know, did put him off because he, he he's then dreaming of that. You know, mm-hmm. a, a little bit similar to what happened with David Turnbull a, a while back and stuff. So sometimes it, it can put players off, but unfortunately, that is just um, the, the the you know the the way the business works. And uh, as I say, I don't think Edward. I think will be too bothered come Sunday if he's selected mm-hmm. to go and play against Rangers. That could this be his last all for him game? I think the bottom line is he's got to go and do the business. Ricky, how confident are you for Sunday? I'm very confident. I'm very, very confident. Last night, not do anything to dent that. What we got the job done? Is that not the phrase? Isn't it? We got the job. Oh, done. It sure is. That was the that was the phrase that. We got, that I mean, we got the job done. That, that was the phrase that Neil Lennon and all the Celtic fans used at the start of last season, and then the job stopped getting done. I mean, now they're bo- both using it last night, though. Remember, we don't have Neil Lennon there you anymore. We don't have. We have players there that are playing. I've got. They've got an appetite for the game. They're out there to win games. Big change for last year. Big, big change. As I say, it's a big change for last year. Rangers were rampant at this time last year. Big change for last year there at Ibrox and all. So, it works both ways. I mean, that, yeah, that, that's the thing, Hugh, and I wonder if, if, once you do take a step back, clearly, defending like last night it, it would be a concern to some Celtic fans. But overall, the big picture, is, is there still not decent progress being made given the size of the overhaul the short time the manager's had, the fact that he's still got a lot of areas of that squad that need beefed up. If you take all that into account, sure. has he not still made good progress? Uh, without doubt, because he's in the Europa League um, group stage. However, off he goes to Ibrox on Sunday and he could have a back four. Uh, Adam Montgomery might be in it. Uh, other players, Stephen Welsh. They've never played in that kind of atmosphere. Stephen Welsh has never played in an old firm game where people attended it. Uh, so there are so many imponderables. Uh, and the atmosphere, I've been there at Ibrox when no Celtic supporters were allowed in. And I can tell you from personal experience, it's quite something. Uh, so players like Welsh, uh, like Tony Ralston, like Adam Montgomery, if he's involved, uh, they're they're going to experience something unique. Starfelt has never known mm. that atmosphere. He's going to have to withstand yeah, but, but, I mean, the, that hostile but, but at the atmosphere. Same, at the same time, Jim, mm. we'll, we'll also keep hearing that lots of people allege that Rangers were only good last season because they they weren't in front of crowds. Mm. And so, do we do we maybe are we getting a bit carried away with all of that stuff? 
No, I don't think we are, Gordon. I think unless you're actually out there playing in front of those type of people, I don't think you know how mm. you're going to experience it. You know, even just if, if you've played at Celtic Park, for instance, for talking about Celtic team at this moment in time with, with Ricky, uh, and you've got all that support. So every time you make a good pass, you get a cheer. Mm. Every time you have a shot at goals, a massive roar, etc. All these things, if you get a bad pass, it's, you know, you make it the odd wee rumble, but nothing too much. But if you go to Ibrox, and you, you make a bad pass, mm-hmm. you get absolutely ridiculed. 50,000, if, if, if Rangers score an unbelievable result, you have to be able to handle it. Some people will thrive on it yeah, and no, respond my, to My it. point was that works both ways yeah, because f- for all of those phrases mm-hmm. that you've just mentioned, mm-hmm. you get if Rangers players misplace yeah. a pass yeah. or if it, if Celtic score mm-hmm. or if it goes nil-nil yeah. after 40 minutes, then the grumble starts. So yeah, yeah, I mean, it, I, it can weigh on you as a, a home yeah, player I, as well. I, of course it can. it can. It can make you rush the game. It can make you... You know, you try things, you, you know, difficult things because you've given away a couple of, you know, slack passes. All of a sudden you think, I need to get myself out of this and you get the fans back on side. But again, you know, if you're, if you're played in front of you, it's, it's certainly easier. I think it's easier for Rangers to play in front of a home f- uh, fans at Ibrox than just, it is for the Celtic players just to, to go there. Just for, just for the simple things that I said earlier on, um, the whole dynamics of the game means that you know, you, you 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 don't know at times if you've done something well because it's there's, there's almost like a deathly silence if you do something. Well, if you do something bad or make a mistake, then you will know about it. And then it's about testing your metal because then how do you respond to that? Do, do you get the ball the next time or do you just shell it 60 yards up the pitch and say, I'm not making mistakes here today? Just to agree with your point, Gordon. Malmo. Everything was in Rangers' favour against Malmo. One up, half time. They're down to 10 men And Rangers blew it In front of the full house Alice Kurt Very Very Poor team Yeah again though Because we, we We just keep swinging From one extreme to the other We, we were also Stephen Gerrard Liked the impact of the crowd In the second half Alice Kurt Felt that it helped them Get over the line So but, I'm just uh, the, the, the point being though That you, you can You cannot take it for granted yeah. That, that 52,000 people Inside Ibrox on Sunday Means that Rangers win the match Because as Jim said If Celtic go in front And stay in front mm-hmm. The atmosphere will turn Yeah Tell us what you think out there What does home advantage mean Look like For this game on Sunday And Postacoglu of course His first old firm game But he's not Going to get caught up in the hype It's August You know I know, I know People like to sort of Put You know Defining moments At all different There'll be defining moments Throughout the Throughout the season, no doubt. Um, I mean, for us, what's important is we've had a, I think, a really positive month so far, and and uh, in terms of improvement in our performances, and 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 also getting reward for that. Um, and Sunday's another opportunity, I guess, to to build on that momentum for us. But um, you know, it's like I said, it's it's the end of August, and there's still a hell of a lot of football to be played. And, and from our perspective. Um, Either way, we're not going to get too carried away with 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 whatever the outcome is. We we want to continually improve our performances, and like I said, Sunday is a great chance for us to to you know establish our football against against a, a very good opponent in a in a difficult sort of environment. Um, what a great test it's going to be for us! And in the midst of the transfer window, the old firm game, the European draw, which forgot to say. Happy birthday, Ange Postacoglu. Is it today? Today's his birthday. I didn't know that. There we go. Happy birthday. I'm sure he's listening. 01419511025. Give us a phone, Ange, if you want. Let us know what you're up to. Celebrating your birthday. I've got a full-time teaser and plenty more of your calls next. 
Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141 951 1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevans and Jim Duffy are here. It's 0141 951 1025 to get involved. On the phones You can tweet us as well At Clyde SSB Now Mikey has sent this question in And it is a cracker So thank Ooh. you to Mikey What I might do though Is tell us the answers No I'm going <laughs> to cut it down a little bit I think Because I think there are too many here for you um, That's my polite way of saying You two are hopeless at these. Uh-huh. Um, So So gracious Yeah uh, <laughs> Can you name the last Let's call it five And we'll see how you get on right Mikey wanted the last ten But let's go to the last five players Who've scored a winner In an old firm game Where both teams have scored though So for example A 2-1 A 3-2 A 4-3 A 5-4 Whatever it is So it has to be you know an actual winner um, Can you name the last ten players Last five sorry Last five players to score the winner In old firm games Where both teams have scored on the day Orson Edward Yes That was that famous 3-2 Wasn't uh-huh, it The uh-huh. down to ten men Brendan Rodgers era 17-18 um, Moussa Dembele no. Um, Lee Griffiths. Uh, no. Uh, Barry Mackay. No. Um, okay, I can leave it with you because we're only looking for another four James now. Forrest. Yes, that was a two-one win in the eighteen-nineteen season. So we'll see how you get on. I might open up the time frame. I might add on more for you, but. Um, at the moment, can you name the last five players to score the winner in an old firm game where both teams have scored? So, for example, a 2-1, a 3-2, whatever. Oh. Maybe. We'll just leave it there. You'll get the rest, I'm sure, before the end of the show. There was disappointment last night for Aberdeen and for St. Johnson. Jim Duffy, what did you make of their exits? A bit of disappointing. I think that um, from St. John's point of view, I think Lask was always going to be a real tough task. I, I think they obviously they get a result away from home, but I think that that was always going to be, I think the Austrian football's decent enough. But I think I think more disappointed in the Aberdeen result, I think as Hugh touched at the start of the programme, listen, we, we understand, um, although we don't know too much about it, that part of the world, we understand that there is still you know, significant investment in players in terms of wages and, and they do get good players, but... Thinking back then, a 1-0 deficit, you would have expected them to be, you know, really competitive and make it a real, mm-hmm. you know, challenging night, especially with a big uh, crowd there at Petaudry, but it just didn't materialise that, and, and and really the game was over, done and dusted within, what, 25 minutes? So, I, I, I think that's a, a bitterly disappointing night for Aberdeen, more, more than St. Johnson, I think. I think... Because of the way the coefficient works in the mm-hmm. food chain, and all, but by and large, you're going to have to come up against teams that on, on paper are better than you. And so I don't mm-hmm. think, you know, it's not a disgrace for Aberdeen to go out to Carabag. It's, it's certainly not a disgrace for mm-hmm. St. Johnson to go out to Lask. Mm-hmm. But the frustrating thing is other countries take, whether it, whether mm-hmm. it be Malmo or Ferencvaros mm-hmm. or whoever, other countries cause shocks. Mm-hmm. Our teams are going to have to cause a shock at some point. That's yeah. what it takes to get there. I saw... Um, um, there's going to be a Moldovan team in the mm-hmm. Champions League for the mm-hmm. first time. I think that yeah. I see that earlier. At some point, yeah. Aberdeen, St. Johnston, Hibs will have to acknowledge they might not have the budget but to make any progress. Sh- they need to cause a shock at some yeah, point. I, I think, think, the, I think the, the, the margin, Jim, yeah, for me yeah, was, was the, the the problem. You know, by the time Lewis Ferguson scores, it's the ninety second minute. Mm-hmm. At, 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 before that comes along mm-hmm. They're 3-0 down at home mm-hmm. Having only lost 1-0 in Azerbaijan It's just disappointing In front of, of a big crowd mm-hmm. Aberdeen are getting big crowds But 
you know, they struggled to beat Livingston. The goalkeeper threw one in, uh, and that's how they beat Livingston. Um, they, they went out to Wraith Rovers in the, the mm-hmm. Premier Sports Cup. And the margin of last night's defeat is disappointing. It's not a good look. Let's hear from Stephen Glass. We knew that they would enjoy the, the pitch here as well, which uh, top players do, and they've got a team that's littered with top players. They're obviously very well coached. They've got a great group of players, and, and they showed it tonight. And I think I think it's pretty clear, and it's not an embarrassment to say they're, they're a level above us. Probably the biggest lesson is how much you look after the ball. I think against the, the real top teams, you can we're still capable of keeping the ball off them. I think we showed that more in the second half when the game was gone already. But uh, I think we show when we take care of the ball, we look more dangerous. Uh, you're giving the ball away less. You're giving their better players less opportunity to, to hurt you. Uh, I think we did it a little bit too often. Uh, but like I said, the, the, the top group of players, especially at the top end of the pitch, make they really punish you. And that's what top players do. I kind of said earlier We need to get out the habit of Patronising pats on the back And, we need, and actually go on and achieve something However Might be In contradiction of that Can St Johnson still hold their heads high You know the, Some of the performances And mm-hmm. Certainly on the road And, and getting Getting that close Yeah well I see they drew away to Galatasaray And then drew, drew away um, To Alaska So I mean the, Those those two results were I mean for St Johnson I mean we know they've overachieved To, to get there obviously What they've done last year Was sensational And winning both cups um, So I think they'll still be disappointed I think you know David Witherspoon Who's a really good player I mean he's a, ah, Just an absolute crazy moment I Just lashing out with his forearm and, 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 and getting his team a red card When you're still only a goal behind So I think that that was really disappointing as well. You've got to keep your discipline. But I think we, we have to stop trying to make excuses. I mean, we've had obviously a few weeks on the programme, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago, Gordon, people were saying, oh, we don't start early enough and all these sort of things. But I know Andy Constantine get injured and mm-hmm. you can't foresee a lot of things for Aberdeen. But I think that they ha- I think the preparation has to be better and we have to stop looking at budgets and finances all the time. Mm-hmm. Because as you, as you, you mentioned there, yeah. there's a lot of teams around Europe now uh, because know, we are on the receiving end of European shocks, yeah, yes. so why not co- let's start yeah, causing some? Yeah, but, and I think these teams are good enough to do that. And, and you know, have started the season well and have started the season well, but they, they didn't get into the next mm. round. And as I said, I think particularly for Aberdeen uh, and under Stephen Glass, because as you said, you know, the, the, the result against uh, Wraith Rovers was a bitterly disappointing yeah. result, and then back that up with the European one as well. They put Stephen Glass on the back foot straight away. There were some big moments for St Johnson along the way, ultimately falling short in the end. Here's Callum Davidson. For 70 minutes of the game, I thought the players were phenomenal. They performed against a team who competed at Europe at a high level the last couple of seasons. The Galatasaray game, this game, uh, they gave me everything they've got. You know, uh, Ultimately, it was a, a send-off that basically cost it. Yeah, it's frustrating. I think it's frustrating when you get any player sent off. You know, I think, uh, obviously, the last coach has got some really good players that gets them through games. You know, they've got some top players that they can manage to change things. But, you know, for me, I'd rather concentrate on the boys' performance uh, rather than sending off. You know, I think they gave me everything they had. I'm very proud of them, you know, when they kept going even when they in. Yeah, you probably look at the resources that last spend compared to us, you know, and, and they should be winning the tie quite comfortably. But uh, I think we all saw today, you know, what a team spirit, what a team can do and achieve. You know, I'm just really disappointed we didn't get that far. 01419511025, that is the number you need tonight. That's what Brendan has dialed. What's your point for the panel tonight, Brendan? Um, I just, I just think that the, the um, Celtic most of the annual league cut a wee bit of slack for, for the performances again to, to the group stages. You know they've, they've got there. You know that was what the the task was. Um, you know I want to talk more about Celtic. Obviously, I'm a Celtic supporter. So, but the, um, if you look at the transition that Celtic have been going through, you know. 
when, when I seen we were going to come up against AZ Altmar, I'm sitting thinking, mm, I don't know if that's going to be a bridge too far at this stage for us, you know. So, yes, they were against it last night, you know, but, you know, the game's played over 180 minutes, and, and over the 180 minutes, we were the better team, I think, you know, as I say, you know, as I say. So, the, we, we, we got the job done. You know, but just before you, you guys come back in, can I just see a quick point about Ricky, the last caller? Um, I played football with Ricky, oh Christ, about 25 years ago. Uh, Was he any good? Uh, let's just say Carol uh, Starfell, Shane Duffy, you know, as I say, any, anyone <laughs> of these would have displaced him. You know, so, but all, all joking aside, listen, Ricky's a great guy, works for the NHS, has done for a long time. I know he's, I met him another week, he's been through the, the open day week, so hope you're, hope you're doing well, Ricky, mate. See, I didn't look at that. We're reuniting old friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I said at the top of the show, and maybe it's, it's me just with my youthful enthusiasm compared to your cynicism. <laughs> I, I think there is something in that. Of course, Celtic weren't perfect last night, and of course, Rangers weren't. But the fact that they are now able to get to the group stages when Celtic are in a transition, have got a weak squad, that's a new manager, new ideas, and Rangers are hit by COVID, underwhelming start to the season, the fact that we can. St- They'll cope with that And get those two Into the group stages I think that shows They're actually Not in a bad place Yeah but again Just let me Go over some Bullet points here When Celtic beat um, AZ Altmar At Celtic Park Everyone was full of praise For Celtic We we, we praised them to the hilt uh, But last night They brought in a, a high profile goalkeeper In Joe Hart And last night He made an incredible error they paid four and a half million pounds to get mm-hmm. uh, Carl Starfelt from Ruben Kazan, and he made an even more incredible error. You are entitled just to bring it up. We we can get the Celtic. thing is, I, I don't think people are saying you're not entitled, but th- those guys still did enough to get them there, and I just wonder if that deserves a little bit more acknowledgement first. That's the headline, and then you delve into what could have been better. All, all you can do if is this is all about what's wrong, then. It just comes across as being unnecessarily negative no, to no, some no. people like Brendan. Given uh, the state that Celtic were in on the evening they lost to Hearts at Tynecastle on the 29th of July, given that dark night for the Celtic supporters, to be in the group stages of the Europa League is a fantastic achievement on the part of Ange Postacoglu and the players. Um, then... You're allowed to analyse, as you said, things about the team. And Ange Ball is a high-risk system of football. And it's putting Celtic under pressure at the back. They are terrific going forward. We know that they can be terrific when it's 6 nothing against St Mirren, 6 nothing against Dundee. But when the opposition is upgraded... I think Celtic are going to be under an awful lot of pressure yeah. because of that defence, which is not yet right. See, I couldn't possibly argue with that, Jim, because I think everyone who watches Celtic at the moment would acknowledge that. But Celtic's defence last season was also rubbish, but mm-hmm. but they didn't offer the same going forward. You know, so it, it's it's now beca- it's going to be very easy this season that when things go wrong at the back for Celtic, oh, this Ange ball, oh, they're, they're too mm-hmm. open. You know, but but last season Celtic weren't successful either and and didn't mm-hmm. offer that going forward. So. There's different ways of defending uh, un- until you Until you get perfection mm-hmm. Which I doubt Celtic will 
Why don't we just strap ourselves in? That's what I'm saying. Different ways of defending. If you look at the very top level Man City in Barcelona in particular, the, the, the teams that are based in possession, it's possession based. So the, the more you have the ball, the less opportunities opposition going to be uh, get uh, against you. And that's obviously Ange Postacoglu, part of his philosophy. And that's the reason why they won't lose as many goals as they did last year because they, 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 they'll dominate the ball more often. Uh, and then obviously, they look, they look, they mean, at this moment in time, Celtic is a very exciting team to watch. I mean, they, they are at risk. But I, I just think that, um, you know, from Brendan's point of view, I was the same. I must admit, when the draw was made, I looked at Celtic a few weeks ago and yep. I thought, they won't be good enough to beat AZ over two legs. But absolutely they did it. And I agree, over the two legs, they deserve to get through. You score three goals, you mean you score two and then one away from home, uh, and then you defend for your lives. And you need a wee break and you need a couple of good saves for your goalkeeper. That's fine. So I, I think Celtic deserve an enormous amount of credit for getting through, considering where they were, uh, you know, five, six weeks ago. And for Ange Postacoglu to put his stamp on the team so quickly in terms of the style and the way they want mm-hmm. to play, yeah, I, I do think he will have to adapt and come up against better teams. And will he, will he? I don't know if he will. But the one thing you can say is that there is an identity about Celtic. You know the way he wants to play and the players are buying into it. Because when I'm, and this is not just about Celtic, when a manager has a very distinct philosophy mm. and they're very strong in their beliefs it, it puts a target on their mm. back as well mm. let's not forget it wasn't so long ago Brendan Rodgers who swept everything before him up mm. here left for Pastures News I'm sure you as you noticed mm. and people used to say well do you know what we, Celtic used to get hammered in Europe and mm. so maybe Neil Lennon will be more pragmatic and, and look how mm. that turned out mm. so is it really that big a deal if someone wants to go and Throw everything at their own philosophy Whilst acknowledging that it might cause you One or two difficulties at other times Listen, the, the guy's going to go the way he believes Is the way football's to be played uh, he's, he's not going to he's not going to take a bit of Neil Lennon's A bit of, you know, um, Brendan Rodgers A bit of Ange Postacoglu He's going to go 100% Ange Postacoglu End of story mm-hmm. And if it works Everybody will be raving about him It'll be a success It'll go great If it doesn't work It'll be the next manager leaving the club That's football for you That's the risk he has to take from himself But what he isn't going to do Is he's not going to go and uh, You know, go you know halfway It's not a halfway house for him It's it's all or nothing Brendan, Sunday What do you think? Um, I'm confident You know, as I say I think, as I say Going forward You know, we'll create enough chances Yes, it's going to be a bit Hear him, scare him at the back But, you know I think going forward um, The Rangers defence Can't deal with pace Coming at them You know So I think that the, the the pace and the, the movement that Celtic have, you know, should should be enough. It's, it should be an interesting game. You know. Well, funnily enough, Williams, a Rangers fan, he's confident Rangers are going to do the business, and we'll speak to him next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Jim Duffy and Hugh Evans are into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. They do have some work to do. On this teaser A big thank you to Mikey He sent the question in And the address you need If you want to do the same And hear your question used Is fulltime At Clyde1.com It's that simple So Mikey says Topical Can you name the last five players To score the winner In an old firm game Where both teams have scored So it needs to be a 2-1 A 3-2 A 4-3 And so on So you've got James Forrest Who did it in a 2-1 win For Celtic In the 18-19 season You've got Odson Edward who did it in a 3-2 win the season before Scott Sinclair 2-1 at Ibrox The season before that one Yes, well done Any more? Kenny Miller Do you know he's on the list If we were talking about mm. the last 10 But he's mm. not in the last 5 mm. So, um, no Morelos 
No, his was the one all, wasn't it? Elianusi scored, I think. Chris Commons. No, again, nope. Uh, Stuart, you've got three. You've got three. You've got two to get. Stuart Armstrong. Both Rangers. Oh. Oh, that's the reason why I was. Okay. Um, Chris Boyd. No, again. So we're more recent because it's the last five. So going back. Well, we are still going back to the eleven twelve season for one of them. I will concede that, but the rest are more recent. Okay, uh, okay. let's bring in William, who's a Rangers fan. Where are the confidence levels for Sunday, William? Hi, panel. Hi. Well, I've been listening to the Celtic supporters playing in the night, mm-hmm. and God only knows where they're getting the confidence for. The, the games that are played this season in the, in the league, I mean, they're good at going forward. I'd imagine that any team that are good at going further, forward against two championship teams, St Mirren, who I would imagine would probably end up in the bottom half of the league, maybe possibly fighting for relegation, the both teams obviously stuttered their line in the European the European games. They weren't at their best, especially Rangers. But when Sunday comes, I think Celtic are a weaker team than last season. They never played well last season. They've added the, 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 the Japanese boy, who seems to be not a bad player, but that's gone against these teams that I've mentioned. Now, they've got to remember, we've got Kamal Roof, we've been playing two up front because we know the way their defence is. Mm. And as I said, they're a weaker team because they don't have a leader in their team. So you think you think Celtic are worse than they were last season? Aye, because they've not got a leader now. But what does that what does what does that really mean? But you know, well, but defenses are shambles, isn't it? The goalkeeper's a makeshift goalkeeper. They, is he better than Barkas though? Well, I don't think it'd be very hard with it. But, but so he, so he is better than Barkas. Uh, maybe a, maybe a point ahead. Right. You <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, listen. This. William's opinion That's fine I, I I expected lots of Rangers fans To doubt Celtic's credentials And, and yeah. to believe that Rangers will win To say that they are definitely worse than last season Seems yeah. like a stretch It's Friday night syndrome I'm back to Friday night syndrome Do you disagree? Do you agree? The, old firm game. Uh, the, the Celtic team right now If you played them against the Celtic team of uh, August 27 last year the Celtic team now would wipe the floor with them. Uh, the Celtic team of last season was a disaster. A write-off from very early on. So this team is much better. Uh, and will go to Ibrooks because they have to, because it's the managerial instruction, they have to go and take it to Rangers. It is Rangers' response that is important. Um, Celtic took it to Altmar last night, got the goal... And then we're on the rack for the remainder of the night. Uh, we have to see how Celtic approach a game where they have no fans inside the ground and how Rangers respond to Celtic if Celtic do play up to strength. Player-wise, player-wise what have they got different really for last season? Well, they've got several players who are different. They've got uh, Furuhashi. They've right. got Abada. Okay. They've got a new manager, William. I wonder if that's the most important thing. But they've got a worse defence now. But, but worse than Shane Duffy and Diego Laxalt and John Joe Kenny? Aye, yeah. Hmm. I, I have to be honest with you, I mean, I, I agree with some of the, the things you say. That I mean, I think that, um, you know, Celtic are physically not as strong 
I think if you take mm-hmm. Ayer as, as you mentioned sure. Duffy You know guys like that Out of the team Scott Brown I think they I think they don't have the same physicality, and I think Rangers can certainly exploit that in set pieces. I think you would look at you know free mm. kicks, corners, etc. Celtic mean, struggle. Rangers exploited that last yeah, season. Anyway, did. look at the Conor Goldson. Yeah, they goals. did. I'm saying, but they but they, they did have physicality. They had Shane Duffy. They had these guys in there, but now they don't. So I think there's a there's an area mm-hmm. there where. Rangers could exploit um, From that point of view Was last season Not a good example mm. Of how some sometimes These things don't mm. Actually count for very much Because Shane Duffy's Physicality mm. yeah. Did not count for mm. Celtic Scott Brown's Leadership mm. Did not count yeah. for Celtic So I wonder if we If mm. we Put more emphasis on some things than we should. Well, I don't know because I think yeah, last season if you take it at any point, but if you look at Scott Brown over ten no, years, there's a difference in leadership. William says they're worse now than they were last season because yeah. they don't have a leader. Yeah. But the leader who was Scott yeah. Brown, as brilliant a career mm. as he had, that didn't that didn't no, he, benefit Celtic he, last season. Alongside just about every other Celtic player last year struggled. Um, so I think he, he had a poor season, probably his poorest season in a Celtic jersey, really. But I think if he, as I said, you know, for, for his influence around about the place and going to the Ibrox, I think you would like Scott Brown in your team going there on Sunday. Mm. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Um, Callum McGregor is a totally different type of character, a totally different type of captain. So, but, you know, again, David Tumble came off uh, the game last night and his socks rolled down. He looked absolutely burst. You know, yeah, that's going to be a big test, isn't it? Uh, yeah, to so keep I, doing this. I think the amount level of chasing they had to do last night uh, and then Vanders will look at the other side of it where, although they, they were. Comfortable, the thirty-five degree heat may mm-hmm. well have sapped some of the travel, uh, the, some of the strength as well. So, I, I think that Rangers are favourites because of their defensive solidity over the last couple of years and the fact that Ibrox in front of fifty thousand home fans. William, are Rangers better than they were last season? No. So, no, we've, so, so we've got two teams that are worse than they were last season. But, but the thing is, we know what we're capable of. We've still got the same team we've added to it, so we know what we're capable of. And on my day. If he can produce what we produced in most of the games last season, we'll run out of the top. I, say, mm-hmm. I, would, I would imagine three one, maybe four one, and I hope Ricky comes back on in Monday night after he's after, uh, after his sunstroke. He's maybe caught the day. Um, well, we'll have to ask you the same question. Will you come back on if Celtic win? Ooh. He's not even want to answer that tonight <laughs> no, sorry, I, I, I said I'll come back on Monday night But I would imagine it'll be free one to Rangers it, it, it may well be, Hugh It may well be I, I get to stay away from the predictions you know, that's, that's the beauty of it um, the, You know, the, the caller um, William, William said that the Rangers know what they're capable of That's fine But do you deliver it? It's all very well knowing what you're capable mm. of But it was not delivered against Malmo was not delivered against Dundee United So you know Knowing what you are capable of And delivering what you are capable of Two different things And if if we are charting Celtic Compared to last season as William suggested mm-hmm. You can't on one hand Dismiss Dundee and Hearts As being championship teams When they're not And by the way Hearts just mm-hmm. Hearts are doing absolutely fine If you look yes. at what they, the way they've started the season um, Celtic had to play teams mm-hmm. like that last season And couldn't do no, listen, couldn't do what, listen, what they've done so Celtic far. Celtic were outstanding in these games. Yeah, yeah I mean the, the the opposition didn't didn't maybe compete as well as they would have liked to have done, and there was there was some uh, aspects of the game where they, they didn't maybe go their way. But Celtic, you know, were very very pleasing on the eye, very entertaining, very clinical, which they weren't last season. I think the, the, this this week's game, uh, you know, if you if you look at Celtic's, you know. Younger players, if you want to call it that, in terms of Welsh, Ralston, where Montgomery's going to be involved if Taylor's struggling. 
it will be a massive test for him There's, sure, no, there's no doubt about that uh, Thank you to William I think it was Ricky He's, Ricky's really not going to like this Because Sky Sports in London uh, Are reporting tonight That Everton have sounded out Celtic About a deal for Odson Edwards Are you Everton Rafa Benitez Deliberately trying to unsettle Celtic <sighs> Because he's pals with Steven Gerrard Of course <sighs> That's it You've <laughs> there's, joined up there's You've your conspiracy. joined the dots <laughs> interesting Very interesting few days ahead um, Let's not forget We do have some other fantastic fixtures How will Aberdeen and Ross County bounce back Aberdeen and St Johnson, sorry uh, Bounce back from European disappointment The Dons at home to Ross County It's the Battle of the Saints St Mirren, St Johnson on Sunday Hibs, Livy I just said to Jim Motherwell, Dundee, Hugh, Lee Griffiths Is yeah. he going to be a Dundee player? Um, well, he, he might as well go there as anybody else Because he's not going to get a game for Celtic uh, But I said to Jim during one of the, the breaks that um, Hibbs Livy intrigues me. Davy Martindale, one of last season's big stories and what he achieved at Livingston, get them to a cup final and so on. Uh, he's now three wins on uh, three defeats on the bounce. He's going to Easter Road. Jack Ross has got Hibbs making a buoyant start to the season. I, I fear it could be four defeats in the bounce for Livy tomorrow. I was up at the Dundee Hibs game last week. It was a brilliant game, I have to be honest. It was outstanding. Great, wasn't it? Two teams going for it from the first minute to the last minute. Former players going against the, the, the sorry, form players going against the former clubs in terms of Jason Cummins and Martin Boyle. And the, yeah, I mean, if, if if Lee Griffiths was to go to Dundee, that would give him real firepower uh, alongside Jason Cummins. I have to say that will not be a quiet dressing room with Lee, <laughs> Lee Griffiths and Jason that. Cummins in if they're in there and then Charlie Adam in the mix as well. So Paul yeah, that, going. Uh, but yeah, that 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 would be fun. That's for sure. Yeah, shy retiring type. <laughs> oh yes, yes. Who's drinking violets there? Absolutely. Um, and Jim, on a serious mm. note, to, to finish off, you are now um, assistant at Air United, mm. supposed to be playing Wraith Rovers mm. tomorrow. Game off due mm. to COVID. How frustrating is that? That that's still an yeah. issue. Yeah, I mean it's massively frustrating, Gordon. I mean, last week we missed four players going up to Inverness because we we had players missing three three uh, unfortunately COVID and one with a close contact, and then this this week we've had more than double that. You know, so it's it's um, so frustrating. We, as you said, you know, a, a year or so ago we thought we'd we'd see the end of this, but. It just seems to be affecting so many young people just now. So we, we need everybody to, to try and get double vaccinated as quickly as we possibly can. We're trying to follow every bit of protocol we, we possibly can as well. But unfortunately, it's still there haunting us. And uh, we, we, we just hope that all the players um, get back mm. fit and healthy as soon as they possibly can. Well, by and large, live football is back. Mm. Right? We've been enjoying it. And here at Super Scoreboard, we want to make sure that you can get in on the action. So we've teamed up with Glenn's Vodka, the official spirit of the SPFL, to give you the chance to win all next week in the show Make sure you listen out for this because you could get yourself two match tickets to a game of your choice right across the SPFL, even if it's Championship, League One, League Two. You'll even get £100 cash. And Hugh, this makes me laugh every night because it's £100 cash to make sure you don't miss out on your half-time pie. Oh. I've got no idea who's spending £100 on a half-time pie. You can buy them for everybody. It's a Harrods pie uh, round about <laughs> you. Now, you go to Clyde1.com to register and you could win your way back to watching live Scottish football. Thanks to Glenn's Vodka bringing match day mates back together. Please do drink responsibly. You two have got... To draw on experience of these big games for this teaser, can you name two more former Rangers players? Well, they're not necessarily former Rangers players, but two players who scored a winner for Rangers in an old firm game uh, that ended with a you know one goal. Yelovic. Uh, no, again, not in the last five to do it. He's he's sixth by the oh. way. Oh, you've been hard done by Kyle Lafferty. No, so one's recent. 
1920 season Yeah I think So this would have been When Rangers were Ryan Kent try, Starting to try and Turn the tide in the fixture Arfield No We've not seen much of him recently No Aribo No Before him <laughs> He's been injured So we've not seen him for a lot A fairly mm. long time Defoe No no even longer than that Centre back uh, Katic Katic Yes And now we're going way back Because obviously Celtic enjoy, They didn't meet for a while And Celtic enjoyed a lot of dominance So In the last five Players to do this mm. Is a Rangers player Who did it in the 11-12 season <laughs> He's a former Ten club years. captain um, Lee Wallace Yes well Lee done Wallace. Lee Wallace Thank you well done, Hugh. Hugh Keevans and Jim Duffy What a night that was So many So <laughs> many stories to try and get through The games last night The draw The games coming up The game on Sunday Transfer stuff It was uh, incredibly busy So thank you for joining us Make sure you join us again tomorrow at 2 Because we've got three great games in the Premiership Brilliant matches down the divisions as well And in case you haven't heard There's a big one on Sunday We'll build up to that as well So join us at 2 o'clock tomorrow Hugh Evans will be back Jim Duffy Not able to take part in that Air United game As we discussed We'll speak to him soon And in the meantime You can stay right there Your usual Friday night treat GBX is up next <laughs>